Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Hi. Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. Of Hi. course, I am joined by Miles. Uh, I am joined Hi. also by Jackie. Hello. Uh, we record in, in different dimensions. Is anyone there? So sometimes voices overlap. They don't wait for me to finish introducing the show. Uh, the three of us do this podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime that has been going on since 2012. Uh, but here in 2022, the year of our Lord, uh, we are waiting for Stone Ocean, the fifth season, sixth arc, to pick back up. And so we're watching other anime recommended by oh our God. listeners, sponsored by our Patreons, or things that we just decided and you have to deal with that shit. But anyway, this week we're going to be talking about the 2019 movie Promare in just a little bit. Woof. We'll do our best to summarize it and to give you our feelings on it. But before we get to Lots that movie, we need to first give a call to our burning letters. Pro mail. Oh, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. We need to look at our pro mail before we address pro mare. And by that, I mean, we're going to read emails that have been sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. This email is from Chad. Promare. Subject line is Promare. It's a metaphor for racism or bigotry. Aloha, JJB Padohana. I kind of wish I could have seen Promare in the theaters with how big and over the top the action scenes are, but watching it on streaming where I can pause and reflect a little had its benefits as well. Some voice connections. Burning Rescue Captain Ignis X is voiced by Rikia Koyama, who's also voiced the movie version of Will A. Zeppeli. The long-haired Mad Burnish member Mace is voiced by Katsuyuki Konoshi, who also voiced the movie version of Jonathan Joestar and Part 5 Big Bad Diavolo. Burning Rescue's heavy weapons big man Varus Truss is voiced by Tetsu Inada, who also voiced TV series Part 1 Hulking Undead Knight Tarkus. The elderly Burnish man rescued by Mad Burnish is voiced by Mitsuo Iwata, who does not have a Jojo connection, but he voiced Shotaro Kaneda, the pill jacket wearing and motorcycle sliding deuteragonist of the classic Akira. Kaneda! That's not how we. Come on. In the dub. Oh, okay. He goes, Kaneda! Kaneda! Burning rescue mad scientist engineer Lucia Fex is voiced by Mayumi Shintani, who does not have a JoJo connection, but is the voice of Haruko Haruhara from Furry Curry. As always, I hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. With the opposite of Promare, who cares? Be Conmare or Antimare. Who cares, Chad? I don't know. Hey. Who cares? We care. The opposite? That's a good question. I don't know when you say con or, or anti- Con Mayor sounds like Con Air, the fantax- fantastic uh, Nicolas Cage movie. Um, also a brand of like blow dryers. Oh, yeah. Con Air is, <laughs> That's yes. True. It's also the one in a, hotels, right? That's yeah. true. And you pick it up off the wall like it's a phone. <laughs> you can go hello and then it just blows hot air into your mouth. 
Antimare doesn't have any brand recognition that I can think of. Sounds like a weird British person talking about antimatter, maybe. Mm. Antimatter. Maybe. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Or it's like uh, when you when you sleep and you have a bad dream, but it eats people's bad dreams. It's an anti-mare. I thought people liked this show. Why didn't more people write in? It's a movie. I thought more people. I thought people liked this movie. Why didn't they write in? I, I hated their shit. People do. Ooh, wow. Miles. Yes. Okay. We're gonna have we're gonna have a good time. I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> uh, I liked it, but okay. <laughs> We're going to get there. So fucking stupid. All right, Miles. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We're going to get there. I'm, I'm, maybe my feelings were more mixed than Miles. All right, wait. <laughs> we might be ranting about the same stuff. Those were emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. We also have a Patreon. If you would like to support this show in our mean words, you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod and support the show for as low as low as $1 a month. That gets you access to the Patreon feed, where there is the occasional cut content, Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter, uh, and some other stuff. For $3 a month, it is the same benefits, but we also will say your name. We won't just say your name. We'll say thank you to you out loud <laughs> on the podcast. We should do that one of these weeks. We just don't lead up to it. We just like... All right, now we na- say names. Just like a, a, these are a list of names religious that, chant. These are a list of names that we like yeah. <laughs> for no particular reason. That's right. <laughs> we will now bear witness to our benefactors. So thank you so much to Hentai Homie. Brian. Mm. Nombre no digas. Daniel. Dalton. Madison. Soliloquy. Ken Barron. Kasun. Lord Zendar. Aaron. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Dylan. Nocturnal. Kenny. Mr. Jackpots. Caden. Austin. Tim. Tyler. Michael. And Camilla. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you so, Thanks, so everyone. much. Oh my Thank god! You Thank so you. Much. Thank you for supporting us, folks. Um, oh. I think that's the last of the the housekeeping that we need to do. Let's just keep right on rolling and and talk about this uh, this film. Uh, before I let let Miles out of his cage. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I'll just give you some background info. This is Promare. It's a 2019 movie by Studio Trigger, the people who did uh, Kill la Kill, and. I think they technically did FLCL before yeah, they were a studio. They did FLCL. Yeah, but that was, I think, still Gynax technically, wasn't it? Oh. Their biggest thing... R.I.P. Gynax. ...that we've actually talked about here, though, is Kill the Kill. Um, I think they also did BNA. Didn't they do Gurren Logan? They did do Gurren Logan. Thank you for reminding me. I can't believe I fucking forgot that I, shit. <laughs> Wait, I, no, they didn't. I was looking shit up last night. I don't know. People keep mentioning Gurren Lagann I when think I looked it I up think last it's the night. same team. And watching this movie, it's like, oh, they 100% did Gurren Lagann. Yeah. Um, but they did, right? They did Panty and Stalking with Garter Belt, we I believe. We didn't see that. At least, maybe not under this name, but we will be uh, covering that, actually, believe it or not. Oh. Yep. Uh, but yeah, mainly under their name, under their, their uh, actual studio trigger name, they did Kill a Kill. They did Skridman. They did Darling in the Franks, BNA, 
uh, and this. And they're going to be doing the second season of Panty and Stalking with Garter Belt for all you perverts. <laughs> As I understand, it's a it's a horny show, which... Okay. Being from Studio Trigger, I'm not totally surprised. Yeah. Uh, and this is a movie. It's the fir- their first time doing a movie. They've never done a movie this before. This was their first movie. Yeah. All their other stuff has been shows. That's true. And it is about, sort of, about <laughs> a special firefighting team that is addressing this international crisis of fires that are started by people who seem to be possessed or no, infected with some kind of fire spirit. It's a mutation. That's what it seems like. But yeah. No, that's what they're told. They're In the beginning, it's like, it's a mutation. Nobody ever says it's not a mutation. It's a mutation. No, they do later say, well, it's a mutation that lets them pick up the fire spirits from the parallel dimension. Yes. Which is so stupid. What difference does it make? The, 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 my but there's, point... it's still a mutation. Anyway, it's basically Fire Force. <laughs> it's pretty similar to Fire Force. Um, um, but then, like, stuff happens that makes it kind of different to Fire Force. Yeah, the synopsis that you read is very different from what the movie ends up being about. Yeah. Uh, Miles, why didn't you like this? Wait. This movie let's... has a really brave anti-genocide take, which I admire. I think it's really just, I admire that. Okay. Well, we'll say the bad stuff later. I, I didn't want to get into the plot or anything. I want Let's just talk about like the art and stuff first. The art was cool. Okay. That's all I'll say. The <laughs> art was, was cool. That's the only was, good thing about this two hours of my life. If you really like action and cool art and lots of colors, I like the colors. It was like... If you're like a four-year-old who likes firefighters, this movie's for you. That is Ooh. not true. I think... This movie is like a good example of the fact that Studio Trigger, we're in this sort of post-digital age where it's not everything's hand-drawn. And when you watch something like Gundam, you're kind of like, maybe that's okay. It looks a little rough. Uh, And that's not even on the cheaper end of things. But they do digital in a way that's like, they make good use of that technology. You know, some of the sweeping 3D camera movements and stuff that they do uh, that feels somewhat reminiscent of like the Guilty Gear games nowadays and some other fighting games where they're, Using 3D engines, but like not using like a super smooth frame rate to give it that old school anime feel. They like nobody really does digital as well as as Trigger does. But yeah, this was really fun to watch. And for the most part, I could tell what was going on. There were a few moments where I was like, what the fuck happened there? Unfortunately. Well, yeah, all of that. Like it was I it was fun to watch and I liked the colors. But after a while, the I thought that some of like the action sequences and stuff were like too long and there was just like a lot going on and so it's hard for me to focus on what was happening you don't really care about action sequences that much i do and i don't like i i care if they're interesting but i think that once they get too long it loses my attention because then i'm just like well all right i could like fall asleep you know a minute after you know 30 seconds after the action sequence start and starts and wake up you know, fucking 10 minutes later when it's over and then I'll, I just need to know like who won, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> like I don't care about like, I think you also like more when it's people against people and not they're They're not like separated by robot stuff. I don't think you care for that as much. That's true. But if there's something interesting happening, like they're trying to outsmart each other or there's like some, you know, they're standing on pillars or, you know, like there's some kind of obstacle or something. But then if it's too much of that, then I'm like, then I get bored. Um, yeah, and but this movie, it did look really good. I just thought that the, well, really, the there's a lot lacking in the plot that we can get into, um, and I think that the action sequences 
were really cool, but they were really long. And I think there are things that you can cut out, not just the action, but like some other things that you could cut out that could have cut out and replaced it with like more plot or character development that like would have made me care about some of the characters more um, and like understand what's happening and have some things feel earned because well, you can get into it, but there's some things that I don't feel were like, like the de- deus ex machina stuff just kind of felt like. That was fun. <laughs> like, it was funny. And just like all of that, that that's basically when I was like, okay, this is not a good, I was uh, not a good story. <laughs> I was fine with that. I just didn't understand the end of it. The way that like the problem was solved, it almost felt like Final Fantasy seven. That the, was bad. When the fucking life stream just saves everybody and you're like, what the fuck? That what the fuck is this? I thought like they were going to bring things around and be like, you see, with all your research and money, you could get to the center of the earth where the magma yeah. is, and we can use all of our freezing power together to stop the apocalypse. But instead, they're like, let's burn the whole earth. Let's- I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, so we've all we all we all like the art. The art's great. The action was cool. Voice acting's very good. I think that the most recognizable voice ever is the fucking girl who's like the mad scientist on their team mm. who's like manning the controls immediately i was like oh haruka haruhara and she is having a fucking blast like every line she does is like a little bit different with her voice <laughs> and she's got yeah. an adorable that was really good anthropomorphic looking ass rat pet for, for no reason which is just like that's what studio trigger does like again if you if you watched gurren lagan and then watched this like you in some ways this feels like they thought what if gurren lagan like i don't know extrapolate a few more universes later like i don't know it's like very fucking similar in a lot of ways um okay i'm trying to think if if we want to talk about anything i think i think going beat by beat on the plot might be helpful just because we can we can go through each point and be like can you you give us us the this is stupid give us the big beats the big beats give us that four on the floor i'm not gonna give i'm gonna i mean i'm not gonna go like super but i am i i know how to do this I've done that. I've done this for a long time. <laughs> so you want to talk about the plot before we hear Miles whine about this? I don't know, Miles. If you want, if you want to just rant, but I think it's easier for us to talk about because I have things to rant about too, and I think it's easier if we just like kind of go through what what happens, right? Sure, sure. Okay, okay. Um, so in the beginning, there's like music, and there's like these people on the subway, and they're all they all get like angry. Not well, not. Okay, there's no, a, they all get pissed. There's a guy on the subway. There's a uh, who is it? A what, pregnant woman being abused. There's a guy. Oh, well, she was pregnant. I didn't notice. Oh yeah. Um. There's a there was a, somebody in a San Francisco traffic jam. It's like people all over the world in like situations where it's reasonable to get mad, you know, or just be annoyed. Um. People on a packed subway and someone steps on your foot, you know, being stuck in a traffic jam. Um. All that stuff. And so these people each blow up. And then you see everybody all over the world is blowing up at the same time. You see the the earth and it's just like people blowing up. Um, well, they're also like spitting fire and stuff. They're not just like dying the, themselves. The they're damaging other fire people. Fire is like neon. It's like a like a hot pink and a hot blue or kind of pastel-y. I don't know. Somewhere yeah. between hot and pastel. Pink and blues. Which is a nice color combination. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit of JoJo, how JoJo has like weird colors. But for yeah. this whole thing, the, the fire is always pink and blue. It's yeah, like it was like they colored. were like, eh, why does fire have to be orange and red and yeah, fuck and that. yellow? And we'll stuff. do whatever. So they and and it like probably kills people when they do that. Oh yeah. Um, so that kind of introduces the concept of these people. 
like they're called burnish we learn um i thought that this was a little dumb right away because i was like well when they said that this was a mutation that activated and when it, and people spontaneously combust with with this mutation i was like this is dumb because mutations like don't work like that <laughs> what do you mean you i don't know it's i feel like it's kind of weird for everyone at the same time to activate oh, their well, i didn't like, necessarily see it as being power. at the same time I thought they were just showing us different examples of it. And then the, no, the illustration it, of the earth was just like... They called it the Great World Blaze. Like it was a, an event that happened. Okay. Well, I just you thought know? it was like... Oh, I see. Well, yeah, I don't know. I didn't think it was literally all at the same time as though it was And just you see like, the earth and you see all the fires oh, I did. happen. Right? You got that, right, Miles? It was like a thing that happened all okay. at once. But yeah, that is a weird genetic mutation. Yeah. We're, I guess you could blame it on like... It's not. Huh? We, we learn it's not a genetic mutation. Yes. I, I still thought it was. I still thought it was a mutation. Like at the end when we learn about the, that actually it's aliens. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's well, aliens. It's, it's other dimension stuff. When we find that out, I, I thought it was that the... They explain it like so quickly. They are mutated. They're mutated. But to, I thought it be, was like their mutation makes them able to pick up the... Mm. Yeah, or more susceptible people. to their possession or something or yeah. The, the other thing with mutations too is like... They're genetic mutations that get passed on. And these are people from all different countries that are probably not related. Yeah. So that's also kind of weird. Well, okay. Let me, I'm going <laughs> to, let me, let me take a stab at this. Okay. Uh, these people have had this mutation for a while, but. Like we've all had, like it's we've been. We've all had it, but like only now that it. our ozone layer <laughs> has really thinned out in a lot of places. Now it's become mm. a problem. Okay. That's what I've decided. I'll there you take go. it. I'll take it. I mean, the, the movie didn't explain Again, that. Again, this but I'll is take not it. really what the case is for these people in this movie, but we're trying to figure out why people would just be like, yeah, it's a mutation because it happened at the same time. Okay. So then we get an intro, some intro music and like some buildings. Yeah. I really stuff. enjoyed the style of the intro. At first, seeing the buildings be all 3D and stuff, I was like, I don't know. This is a little too low poly for me, but. Uh, it came into its own. I like the triangles. Yeah. Um, so then like a building catches fire and then we like meet all of the different people on a team. I, I don't know if they ha their team has a name. Burning Rescue. The Burning Rescue team. It's uh, Lucia, Varys, Remy, Ignis, Ina, and Gallo. Um, Gallo Themos. And they're all in tanks or robots and they fight they're fighting um what's his name we learned it leo right they're fighting leo yeah, leo leo who is a burnish who they're, they're terrorists these people they're not just regular anybody's these are terrorists called leo. the mad burnish leo yeah he is the leader of the mad mad burnish we find out and so this is like a cool fight where we're introduced to the characters but we don't hear from most of them for the entire rest of the movie, and that kind of annoyed me. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, stupid. Like, why introduce us to some interesting characters when they have, like, a couple of scenes throughout the movie, or you don't, like, I don't even, I can't tell you anything that Varys or Remy did. They're all did. just, like, archetypes. There's, like, nothing to them. Yeah. Yeah. And even, you, like, even Gallo, does he grow at all? He, like, learns to accept the burnish, I guess, to a degree. But he wasn't like racist at the beginning. No. I think that the the shift that I did notice was that it seems like they're like, oh, the burnish are bad, but they can't help it. 
So the terrorists that lean into it are bad. And then they start to realize that the Burnish only have their issues uh, because of like a random, like the Burnish aren't really bad at all. And the terrorists are pissed because we do things to them, to their people, yeah. which I thought was like a decent, perhaps I'm not, I'm not correct. I don't know if I'm correct on this, but a, a metaphor for Islam versus uh, like extremist Islamic terror. You know, where people are like, oh, well, there are just some people who twist the religion and are bad. And that is to a degree true. But it's also that a lot of the terrorism that comes from those those uh, groups are because they're upset about things that the other uh, like national governments do to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like as though it's like everyone kind of figures out that there's a reason for things. It's like. Someone might see a group as a as a terrorist or a person as a terrorist, but they like the people in the group might see themselves as they're defending themselves or they're defending their people, you know? So the like it wasn't original to me because l- the lesson was racism is bad. Yes. And that did not impress this, me. The this movie is full of tropes, I thought. It's very true. I thought it was very it didn't the art was cool. The style was cool. It yeah. just didn't feel original. Like this could have been a music video or something. Like or I was a, or starting a tech to think demo. like, yeah, I, I was starting to think like, was this whole like, is there a toy line that they're trying to sell or something? Because I did not mm. like there was no depth to it at all. Well, keep in mind, like, I mean, the whole racism is bad lesson is going to happen all the time over and over again because different people figure out how to tell the same story. Uh, but you're 30 whatever and you're used to seeing it over and over again. You could have made this more complicated. Right. This though. was for kids, I thought. It's it's rated PG thirteen, so it's definitely and there's there's like no blood or anything in it. Uh even when they like they're specifically like, we don't kill people, which that was one thing is they made the terrorists sympathetic no, no, way too fast. We don't kill people for no reason, is what he said. Uh okay. Um <laughs> but like even when like the bad guys, the bad like cops like attack people, they just like freeze them, you know? And then bring them. And yes, eventually they do kill people to power an oh, yeah, engine. They, they absolutely but, are pe- killing people to power an engine. Like, but when the well, when the bad people show up, they don't like cut anybody's head off. They just freeze their hands in little ice handcuffs because they need them. Mm-hmm. I know, but I'm saying there's no blood in this movie. That's okay, all I'm saying. Okay. Is, is this the, uh, that it's easily something you could watch as for, for kids? But I think there's a little bit more to it too. I don't know if it's necessarily like an environmentalist argument, but there's a little bit of depth behind the whole like, well, we've ruined this fucking planet. Let's just get out of here. Mm-hmm. versus being like, why don't we do our best to save this planet? And there is that conundrum where you're like, if you are pretty sure that the Earth is going to die, it's like, do you just save some people and get out of there? Or is it like, no, we should just do whatever we can to postpone the probably inevitable end of the Earth? You, so yeah. this guy Cray Foreskin is like an Elon Musk stand-in. I don't think his name is foreskin i think his name was cray oh. foresight which was a little on the nose yeah because he was cray he was cray <laughs> no uh what was i gonna say it's funny like this just like scientist guy with a company is the one who figured out that this all was happening like i think i mean ideally you would have like governments banding together to figure out solutions and you'd probably have multiple right like you'd have like like the UN or something, like people would fucking get together, right? And like do... Would they? they ha- I don't know They haven't they already. I mean, they have the Paris Climate Accord and like should. we're not in it. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe we rejoined, but like that I doesn't mean they're doing they anything rejoined. about it. Um, No, no, no. But like the way, you know, like you, you should have multiple groups looking into different solutions, right? Like you have, you can have some people like, okay, this is how we get out if we're really fucked. 
and then some scientists looking into um, how to save the earth if we can or delay you know they're not doing what's all that. happening this is just about one city or one place well, or that's state possible because cray was very much like no we just don't we can't do it we'll get there we'll get well, that's there. the thing we'll he thinks there. he's smart he's like i already looked into it you know yeah well we'll get there um so they are fighting the they're they're fighting oh at the uh, we don't know that it's leo at this point it's like this this it looks like a devil He's like wearing all black and and has like these like pointy legs. Yeah. It's like a suit. He's cool. Um so there's all this all these like pastel hot hot colors, like neon colors and then you have the the thing all in black. Something happens and like it chips his Leo's mask and it reveals Leo and it's very like sparkly. It's very like, "Ooh, look at that." And I thought He's it was a fabulous boy. I thought it was a girl. <laughs> I thought it was a girl too. Because he has great eyelashes for an anime boy. I was a little disappointed. Me too. That it was not a lady. But it's okay because they're still. I mean, we'll get into it. But I, I don't know if anyone else read into like some kind of gay subtext. But I where think would it's you there. get that from? I think it's there. Um, I also <laughs> again on the on the Gurren Logan front, and I'm sorry, but you guys aren't going to get a lot of this. But there's a character Kamina in Gurren Logan who like looks kind of sounds and acts very similar to uh, Gallo in this movie. It almost feels like they just lifted uh-uh. Kamina out of that series. And he also has a mech that's kind of stubby, which made me think of the Gurren Lagann. The first mech there is like a stubby, sort of short, stout mech. I also have a note here I don't understand. I wrote Studio Trigger NFL. I don't know. I don't know if I, maybe I didn't finish writing it. Okay. But it's there. That's cool. Um, I wrote down that Leo looks like Lady Gaga, which she kind of does when he's not in his suit. He... he he just looks like Lady Gaga or something. He's like very, he's very fashionable. He's very fashionable. Like I would recommend this he's movie a leather to daddy. JoJo's fans. <laughs> Is he? Okay. Um, he's got lots of straps. He's like, his his pants are like really strapped up on the sides. Then he's got like that feathery, like not feathery. I don't know. That like scarfy thing. Oh, I didn't notice that. I don't know. He has like that scarfy thing on his neck. Um, he's revealed, but Gallo defeats him and his henchmen in the mad burnish terrorist gang. But then the freeze force comes in who and they have ice powers or whatever, but it's science. It's like it's not their actual like powers coming from them. It's just some guys with like freeze weapons. They've got technology. Technology that's like specifically used to target burnish people. Um and Oh, there's there's also someone named Vulcan. I have that here. Vulcan um, is uh that's the main dude, right? That's the, the main, main bad cop freeze man yeah oh that's his name the main guys are just fascists wait why are they fascist miles because they're like monsters who use force to suppress their enemies and they're targeting a certain ethnic group Mm. i think that's fair okay so the freeze force comes in and they're like hey guys we have jurisdiction like you like we deal with the burnish. You guys aren't allowed to apprehend burnish or do anything with burnish. Like that's us. Um, you guys are firefighters. You just put out fire, I guess. So it's like the police versus firefighters a little bit. Either police versus firefighters or like FBI versus local cops. I don't know. Okay. Um. So, and like they almost arrest Gallo for this. They're for, for um, mm-hmm. like stopping Leo. Yep. Which is stupid. Um, 
So the fire force beats up Leo and they put him in a car and eventually they take him over to, um, I don't know, where, wherever they keep all the burnish people that they're kidnapping. So they're kidnapping a bunch of burnish people and they're kidnapping and they're, they're, I don't know, keeping them on ice basically. Um, we find out here that Leo is their boss and they're like, oh, boss, they got you. Um, well, he, yeah, I guess. The, oh, is he their boss? Okay. I thought he was just like, no, oh. he, He's their leader, but he's like mad young. Yeah. Um, also, his voice is like super deep, like to make sure they they didn't want us to have any kind of ambiguity towards his uh, like gender or whatever. Well, it's interesting <laughs> that you say that considering the bad guy's voice is way higher pitched than I thought he would have yeah. for his body type. So it's kind of it almost feels like they flipped voice actors. Mm. You know what I mean? I kind of liked Cray uh, Forskin's voice. I liked it too. Yeah. We haven't met him yet. He was able to turn it on a little bit too and get, and get more aggressive sounding. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, and also when Leo is there and he, he's meeting up with all his burnished friends that are also in this holding area, um, there's like a girl that looks like, there's like like some people that are all bandaged up. Like they're like, I don't know, like they were beat up or sick or something. And... uh they're like, what have we done to deserve this? So it's very, you know, it's sympathetic towards these burnish people who are, a lot of them are innocent people and some of them are part of the, like, terrorist group. But then you, you're, I don't know, I'm, I kind of think of this group as, like, they're just defending themselves, you know, or they're defending their people. Yeah. They're, they're more like, um, like the Black Panthers or something. Like, they're trying to take or care of Or the X-Men. Uh, do people consider the X-Men terrorists? People hate them because of their special abilities. Yeah, there's that one senator, what's his name, Thrask or something, who wants to do the mutant act. Mm-hmm. Trask? Is it Trask, Trask? Maybe. I think it's Thrash. I don't know. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Burn Squad or whatever they're called, what are they called? Mad Burnish. No, 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 the other people. Burning Rescue. The Fire Force. <laughs> the Fire the fire force people they all go for pizza and it's very cute and uh you know they're like hey pizza guy pizza guy's like hey yeah man whatever and they're like it's all cool and, and stuff. there's a cook in there they keep pointing the camera at and the cook is really good at making the pizza he cook <laughs> he cook at a pizza uh and i was like what's up with this guy something's up with this guy oh really you noticed him I didn't yeah because really. they kept shooting him they kept showing us him i thought it was just like pizza it's great we like this pizza place and yeah. I'm, i was also thinking like where is this is this in japan or is this somewhere else <laughs> i think this is post what countries we know of okay or when pre the, no it's when you sh- they talk about the fire when you saw like the yeah. uh like the globe at the end of the movie like after the big explosion happens it seems to have taken place like above north america but i couldn't place mm. where oh this is a canadian movie <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, so they, they're talking about Burnish and they're like, hey, yes, you know, some, you know, the mad Burnish, they they blow stuff up and they're kind of bad, but like not all Burnish are bad. And like, so like that that rescue squad is like pretty tolerant. Like there's not, there's not like one person who's like, I don't trust them, you know, like <laughs> there's not one person in their group who is like, uh, I don't know, man, you know. Yeah, and at this time I already felt like when we when we saw like Leo up close, he didn't seem evil and I was like they're being really nice and making them seem really sympathetic way yeah. too soon, but now that I see how much other plot they had to get through, I understand why they hit it really fast. To be like they're terrorists, but they're not that bad and you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, but anyway, they're talking about how like, oh yeah, the burnish, you know, it's not their fault. It's a mutation. They can't really control it. You know, it's not, it's not their fault that they're like this. Um, and then... We learn here that the scientist girl in the burning rescue, not the scientist girl. Oh yeah. The, the, the girl who rides with her butt sticking out uh, in her little yeah, mat. she's all tossed up. She's tossed up. In, in burning rescue, uh, Ina yeah. has a sister that works for the government. Um, who's and named like, named like Harris or Eris, something like that. Yeah, and she's part of this big important science team. She doesn't know what she does, but damn, she's cool and important. Young, um, young prodigy. Is this also after? Is this when uh, did did Gala already get his medal? No, he gets his medal right after this. I think um, the 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 freeze force comes and like takes the um no he gets it before cook. pizza they take the cook He's wearing he... it at the pizza place oh, oh is you're he? right you're right yeah oh i didn't yeah, write it down so it's fine but before this oh, at... oh i did write it down it yeah you're right it happens before before the pizza yeah gallo had gotten a medal from the sort of light and airy voiced governor named Cray he's Foresight. A, he's a governor but he's also a ceo he's like if lex luther became like governor yeah it's not good not great, folks. Or if Tony Stark became governor. Not not good. <laughs> um, he gives him a medal, and we also learn here that he rescued Gallo when he was very little from a burning fire, and it cost him his arm in the process of rescuing him. So they go way back, and he's like all proud of Gallo, and Gallo's like, yeah, I love the governor. And Gallo's like, he's my hero. Um, and they're eating the pizza, and then the freeze force shows up, and they arrest the cook because it turns out they got intel that the cook is a burnish person and the the cook is like mama mia <laughs> and uh he tries to defend himself and he's like shooting fire at the freeze force but they manage to get through it yeah and, and our, our burnish cuff him yeah and our burning rescue friends are like hey what's wrong like he's just making pizza he's not like did he do anything like did, like you're just taking him because he's burnish like that doesn't make any sense and they're like, this is none of your business. And also, do you know, do you not know the laws and stuff? We can take a burnish for any reason. You know, like, it, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's like some kind of, uh, I don't know. What's the U.S. What's the US one? Yeah, it's like a Patriot Act. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where we can just harass people for any reason. Yeah, they just have complete freedom to do whatever the fuck they want. Um, and then everyone at the restaurant who saw this arrest happen are like, ew, a burnish person made this yeah. pizza? We don't want it. It's already... Yeah, I agree on the fascist stuff because it's already like people don't like re like regular people don't like the burnish people. And so it's it's basically OK for people to treat them like shit. And like there's like maybe like a small number of people who like are like, hey, are they really that bad? But like most people. Well, it's also if you have the government able to. uh with impunity harass and arrest these people and i'm guessing like news media probably is yeah. also like oh thank god we got rid of those bad people yeah and then they amplify the terrorist stuff you know yeah um and make it seem like they're all bad um so yeah that's not cool it's not great um i noticed that they draw a square lens flare i wrote that down oh yeah yeah because there's, <laughs> there's a bunch of like nods to sort of pixelation or voxelation there's 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 some fights fight scenes where all the debris like breaks into cubes you know voxels um that's pretty cool anyway because the characters do seem hand-drawn in like the close-up scenes okay um but yeah uh, gallo is like really mad about witnessing this injustice which 
I feel like he probably should have already known about, but like for it to get to this point, <laughs> but whatever. Um, so he's really mad about it. Uh, meanwhile, Leo is uh, under like they, they put his hands in like these handcuffs that are like a box that ice his hands every time he tries to use his fire powers. But he just like turns on his firepower on and off really fast and it just it breaks the machine. It just shorts it out. Yeah. He's, he's a very powerful burnish. Yeah. So those handcuffs don't do shit. And then he like fucks up the guards who are transporting them wherever. Um, and he saves his friends. He saves the people that are with him in the hallway. And then he saves like everybody else who's been locked up and he takes them away. And they, I don't know. They go to a cave. They end up in a cave, but we're near not near an ice lake. We'll get to that ice lake. We're not there yet. Um, but yeah, he gets to, he escapes. So we see him escape. Um, that all makes sense to me. <laughs> I'll tell you the things that make sense and don't make sense. That all makes sense. Um, so far, I'm, I feel like it's a good, you know, I'm watching this. I'm like, I feel like this is good. Right, Miles? Did you, were you, did you hate it yet? You didn't hate it yet. Uh, I could tell that it wasn't for me at this point, that it was like kid stuff. Oh, interesting. Oh, because you were like, ah, r- racism bad. <laughs> you were like, this is like simple. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I get it. Okay. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, so okay, back to Gallo. Yeah, so Gallo's, you know, upset that he witnessed this injustice. And so he goes to his frozen lake to like be sad about it <laughs> or whatever. He goes because that's his, that's his, uh, that's his happy place or that's his place where he goes to think. It's a nice frozen lake that not that many people know about. Um, so Gala goes and Ina, who likes him, you can tell, follows him and, you know, starts talking to him there. And he's like, come on, let's ice skate. And so they ice skate on the frozen lake. Um, she trips and he catches her and it looks like they're going to kiss. But then he just drops her because <laughs> he sees like something in the sky and it's like the the ship that has all the burnished people on it um i don't know if he was gonna actually kiss her but she <laughs> thought it might happen she, yeah it's funny blushing. when he drops her it is funny when he drops her um and then gallo goes after to see what it was um and he sees that it's okay these are burnish he sees like two children a boy and a girl and he sees like other people are in the cave so he goes into the cave and there's a bunch of people. He's just like, he doesn't even look like he's kind of hiding. He just like is like standing on the side of the cave. Yeah, he just shows up I'm like, what's up? And there's a bunch of people like around a fire. Some people are injured. They have bandages on them. Um, they look like children. Um, and then he gets knocked out by Leo. Leo knocks him out and puts him in like, I don't know. He like ties him up. He just ties him up. Yeah, just regular tie up. And he and Leo talk. And it seems like, I don't know like a nice conflict like they don't hate each other you yeah know? and there's a girl that's hurt and leo gives her a kiss basically it's not it doesn't look like cpr it looks too nice you know but it is cpr he's like breathing his burnished flame into her flame he breathes he ki- he kisses a flame into her mouth that's supposed to like wake her up you know yeah, first supposed- he goes oh <laughs> uh. <laughs> Um, and she's like bandaged but also sexy at the same time is she yeah they have like her belly out she's a pretty girl but he didn't seem like excited about it you know I was excited about it <laughs> okay he had, his leather had everything locked down so you couldn't tell 
Yeah, he may okay. be. He may may have had a chastity cage or something. Damn. We, we don't know. Well, anyway, so but they don't really tell us what's happening. He just like does it, and then she just starts like turning to ash or whatever. And I'm like, did is this just like a kiss of death? Like, did he? Kill I don't her? know how you missed this. You asked me at the time too. Like, wait, what happened? He she started to wake up, and then she just couldn't wake. She couldn't come back, and she died. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. But I was like, I I still didn't understand what he was. I thought he I thought he killed her. But I guess it's like he tried to revive her and it didn't work. Jackie's never seen CPR before. So. That's not how CPR works. You got to like break their ribs and like push really hard. You don't break you, anybody's like, ribs And in you CPR. blow really hard into their mouth. I mouths. think you do it's break like people's a, ribs a lot. You break their ribs. On to, purpose? To get to their heart. No one's told me this. It just happens very often because that's the amount of pressure you need to apply to get to the heart. It's really, oh. really tough. Like, but you gotta, I thought you don't push the heart. I thought you're pumping for. You're not pumping for the lungs to breathe. No, it's the heart. Oh. Well, you're doing both. Like the, with CPR, with with like the mouth part, you are blowing air into their lungs. Um, and it's like I just googled it. The first thing we want to say is yes, breaking a rib is always disconcerting. But no, you don't need to stop performing CPR if you feel a rib break. So it happens. Damn. It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I and like CPR isn't like a kiss. You don't just go, Mwah. you don't like kiss somebody, right? Like you have to blow into well, their the, mouth. These days, for which is like not how you kiss someone. Like I, listeners, that's what you, I do. If you've never kissed anyone before, <laughs> don't just like blow air into their mouth. That's right. Suck all the Listen, air out of their mouth. If the other mouth. person doesn't float away like a balloon at the end, you've done it wrong. <laughs> Okay, I'm at, pretend I'm putting on a sexy voice and I'm saying, oh yeah, baby, put it, blow air to my Blow mouth. all that air in me, yeah. <laughs> but I can't, I can't because it's too funny. What if you blow air in someone's mouth and then they talk like this, like you gave them helium? <laughs> or they pop. Oh no. You know, I gotta say, a little bit, a little bit on topic, but there was a story I remember reading about like someone who somehow like sat on like an air compressor and just like shot a bunch of air up in his butt. And so, like, his stomach, or not his stomach, but his, like, intestines or something was, like, inflated. And, like, the paramedics came. And they were like, Nothing's, nothing seems to be ruptured. Like, you just have to wait till it all gets out. Like, we can't do anything oh, for no. you. And so he just had to slowly fart it out, just decompress that way. Some people have fetishes like that, by the way. That's a thing, inflation. Mm-hmm. But it seems dangerous. So we've learned something about these burnish people. We've also learned something about <laughs> air inflation <gasps> fetishists. Well... We, yeah. And you're welcome. We learned that they eat because fucking uh, Gallo is surprised. You're like, oh, you eat? Like, yeah, we're fucking human dumb. He's ass. very dumb. They point that he out is- a lot in the movie. I just Googled air compressor up butt and there's like multiple, like there's more than one page of Google of people dying after this happening. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, but I'm it's very funny to not me. not everyone, maybe none of them are really accidents. Yeah. You know? Accidents? You think they're they did like, on purpose? quote, pranks. Yes. I definitely think people intentionally inflate themselves. Maybe they had some kind of sexual episode while looking at like a floating balloon when they were younger. I don't know. Well, I don't want to know about all this. Too bad. Anyway, can I go back on topic? Okay. Oh, right. What I want, what I wanted to say before when we were talking about that he's stupid, <laughs> he didn't know that they eat. Um, when I was looking up stuff about this uh, and what people thought about it, somebody called him a himbo and I thought that that was yeah, appropriate. I think that's fair. <laughs> So yeah, he but yeah, we learn, you know, so 
Burnish are just like regular people, but they have this firepower. And I guess in addition to that firepower, they can also like bring people to that bring them their own back to life by breathing some fire into them, which I don't know how that works, but it doesn't. You don't need to know how it works. They it's just that they it, have a connection with each other. They establish it as a thing that it becomes important again later. Um, uh, but she dies, like so. We don't actually see it work for somebody. Um, oh yeah, Gallo is like, you know, why do you gotta like set things on fire? You know, you wouldn't have to keep running if you would just stop setting things on fire. You know, people wouldn't hate you so much if you stopped if you stopped uh, like burning things. And Gallo is like, do you really believe that? <laughs> like, <laughs> you really believe that, dude? Um, why do you think this girl died? You know, it because of foresight experiments. And so he reveals to Gallo that uh, Cray Foresight and his company have been experimenting on burnish people. That's right. Um, and and you know, Leo does this is like you know, but we're human too, and we shouldn't be experimented on. And they leave, and Gallo. Like Ina finds Gallo because Gallo's still tied up. So Ina finds him, and yeah, they just left him in a cave. Uh, yeah, and Gallo doesn't tell any of his other teammates about anything. He just goes straight to um the governor's place, just to to Cray's place, and um he's like, I'm here to return the medal the medal that I got for capturing Leo because Leo escaped. And then he asks the Cray about the experiments and he's like, Gallo is like, you're my hero, but you're doing a horrible thing. And the guy's like, horrible. All right, come with me. Um, and he, he kind of does his, yeah, man, they're human and you can't do that to humans, whatever. Um, so the governor takes him to, I don't know, some virtual, an elevator that has like a virtual reality thing no, that takes him into takes, Earth 4. I think he takes them like pretty far down, but yeah, I guess it is yeah. kind of because he, they said they can't reach it. So yeah. Um, and it's, he's telling him that magma is rising and like the planet is going to all burn up and die and it won't, it'll be uninhabitable and it'll kill everybody. Um, so he has started the Parnassus Project, which is our last hope. It's like a new Noah's Ark. He's going to take people um, away. We're migrating them to another planet where we can survive. Um, 10,000 people is the max. So that's how many people they're going to have. They're pretty good, if you ask me. Yeah, I guess. Um, how many people? Better than nothing, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Better than nothing, you know? Uh, like, how many people are on this planet, though? Like, 20 million? 20,000? Okay. Not like a billion? How many people do I know? Let me count. <laughs> okay, let's not. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, so, I don't know. I'm going to kind of skip over the, like, they're, like, the individual interactions that happen here. But basically... We find out that the shit. Oh yeah, they we what we see him burn that that pizza guy, that nice cook pizza guy, the 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 cook who made the pizza. Yeah, he doesn't just burn him though. They put them on like a spinny plate thing. Yeah, and they play "You Spin Me Right Round" by <laughs> Dead or Alive, and they they spin the burnish, and somehow that like activates some fire within them, and it like lets them power 
devices. It's like a it's a it's a form of energy. Yeah, and it kills them. It kills them. Yeah, they burn out, turn into ash. Um, and you know, it's it's uh, you know, Cray is like it's a sacrifice for the survival of mankind, but it's like against their will. And I feel like later on, I thought about like, well, actually, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. They arrest Gallo. Uh, no, no, no. Well, Gallo still he's he's still like, but man, there must be another way. And Cray is like, nah, man. There's no other way. <laughs> this is what we gotta do in order to save humanity. So he's like, yeah, I've considered that, but we can't stop it with our current tech. And Gallo's like, I won't accept it. That's, you know, not what we're gonna do. That's not cool, man. That's not, we can't just do that to people. Um, that's not plur. And and Gallo's like, I'll extinguish the Earth's ma- uh, magma because that's what, you know, heroes do in anime is they see a problem that seems impossible and they're like, I'm gonna be the one to fix it, you know? Um, but yeah, then they arrest him. They're like, nah, you can't, you, we can't have you doing that. We can't have you making a fuss. And then this is also where the Governor Cray is like, don't call me governor. I've always hated it. And I've always hated you. You've always been an eyesore. I only saved you so that like, I don't know. I, <laughs> he says all this dumb in shit. In terms of the idea of this movie being for kids, this was one part I really didn't like was I liked that he was a higher pitched voiced, like colder kind of villain who really believes his own bullshit. Uh, so for him to kind of put on a gruffer voice and just like gut punch Gallo and be like, I don't even fucking like you. <laughs> I was like, all right. Yeah, it was like a, a crazy heel turn. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a very heel turn yeah, moment. It would have been interesting and compli- like I, I like complicated villains and stuff or like ones that you can. OK, I see his side, you know, or I see where he's though. Actually, by the by the end, we can talk about it. But I kind of like I don't I don't agree with what he how he did it. But I don't. We'll we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it because I'm, oh, I'm you gonna, think people should die, Jackie. That's what you think. Jackie's pro genocide. <laughs> I'm not pro genocide. Look, okay, I'll 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 say this now. Then, um, these uh, actually I can't. I ha- we have to because then I have to explain what what Deus whatever his name is that scientist guy in, in under the lake ends up telling them, and I can't right now. So we'll okay. we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, they lock up Gallo. Um, Freeze Force finds the burnish. Uh, you know that we're hiding out. Um. Except they can't get Leo. Yeah. And Leo flies away into a volcano. Somehow he gets into a volcano. I don't know. Also, the guy, Vulcan, he is like, he, like, there, I feel like there's JoJo references to this. Really? Right? Because, like, he kind of auras, but I think he says he Muda. He does. But he says Muda, doesn't he? He says Muda da at one point, but when he punches, I don't know what he says, but it is a similar vibe. It is. Like either JoJo or Fist of the North Star, but yeah, he gives him a little aura aura. But then, and then Leo flies away in an icicle. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, he, he's, he is inside an icicle and he flies away. The movie refuses to, like, explain or let you figure out, like, when is some fire too hot for ice and when is some ice too <laughs> cold for fire? Yeah. It's just sort of like, hey, man, it's about the vibes. <laughs> it's about the energy. That's my problem with this movie is just that it's like, sometimes if you try really hard enough and are like, and you dig in like you'll beat the other person's powers yeah not a fan of that kind of thing we see here that there's like a wall of people inside little pods and they spin the people and and use them as energy i wrote down that it's like the matrix i also wrote down that they would need to reproduce these people in order to 
make it a renewable resource because otherwise like once you get once you kill all the burnish like you need to you like you need to start like um what's the word breeding them now right like if you're gonna be Uh, well i guess the idea is you're just gonna use it to power the ship to get to the other planet and then you don't need them anymore okay i guess that assumes the ship is never gonna move because then once they're there then the ship can't go anywhere ever again yeah, look, this isn't about starting Star Trek and creating a ship that can visit different galaxies and have a soundtrack that's like, Ooh, they just want to get out of the planet. Is that the soundtrack? Yeah, you know, there's the Star Trek intro. It's got like some like 60s ladies crooning in the background. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I've only watched Next Generation. Next Generation is fantastic, but, uh, you know, it doesn't have everything that the original Star Trek did. Original Star Trek's actually pretty good, by the way. All right, I'll check it out. Jeez. So, um, Harris, Eris, Hedis, Eris, uh, sees uh, the sister, the scientist's sister, sees Gallo, who's locked up. She gives him food and stuff. And, like, basically, they have a conversation where he's like, oh, does Ina know? Like, does your sister know? And she's like, no, but I'm basically, you find out she's, like, doing this all for her. Like, she wants to save her, her sister specifically. And only, it seems like her sister's the only one she gives a shit about. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, or maybe she only has one ticket, but she wants to just save her sister. Um, her sister doesn't know. She seems Harris seems like a nice person, but she's participating in this really awful thing knowingly. But I guess she's just like the what's the word? I don't know. The cause. Yeah, it's like she's, we're doing. She's just following orders. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, she must justify it to herself. I think that she's just like, well, we need to save mankind. So, and this is how, this is the only way to do it. Well, know? she's motivated. She wants to save her sister right. specifically. Right. I don't care. I don't care how many people we kill <laughs> as long as my sister survives. Well, yeah. I mean, they're all, well, they're all kind of taught like it's, people are going to die anyway. So we just got to do what we can to save a few people and save who's important to you. Um, I wrote down Leo super explodes. I don't, I don't know what that means, but I guess he explodes. In the vo- really, he's in the volcano because really they froze him, but he somehow got blown away into a volcano. And he, he, I wrote down Yu-Gi-Oh looking ass because when he's inside <laughs> like the lava stream and he turns into like a fire dragon, he's got like big tall hair. He's all in black. He has like no color to him. And, but his hair standing up, he looks like supersonic or Yu-Gi-Oh or something. Uh, and then he's just a big flame dragon. Yeah. And he comes and he's like pissed and he goes to take his revenge and stuff. And Gallo somehow escapes from his pod. When Leo is attacking, when he like first brings his dragon into the city, he blows up part of the building that is holding uh, Gallo. That's how he gets free. Yeah. Kind of an accident. There's lots of fight. There's just a long act, a lot of action here. Leo sees Cray and they fight and then. No, they don't fight really. He just goes to like, he goes to like annihilate him with fire Uh. and fucking Gallo interrupts him. Yeah, and then, then he fights Gallo. Which I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? You know this guy sucks. You know he's experimenting on people and he doesn't even like you. Gallo doesn't want to see anybody die. So dumb. If somebody's making other people, lots of other people die, you got to see them die. Or at least let them, let someone else do it. You don't have to kill anybody, but you don't have to save them. Gallo's a pacifist. He, he's just like, let's, let me just solve everybody's problems so that nobody fights anymore. You know? That's nice. <laughs> I guess that's nice. He's, he's, he seems very naive. You know, he's yeah. he's a dumb. dumb he was all mad. Too. Yeah, he was very mad about all the injustices that he saw, and he's like, "I'm gonna fix it," but like in the in a pacifist way. You know, um, 
But yeah, then they fall into the they they break the frozen lake and they fall into it. Right. And this is where this is where I stopped liking this movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> because they land in the, they have, they land in this lake and then like a fucking basically Zordon from the Power Rangers. Yep. Uh, is talking to them and he knows their name and he asks them to come he asks them to come over and look at some stuff. He shows them a video that like he was a scientist and he was trying to do something. He was working with Governor Cray on something and he figured out like a way to use His name is Deus? His name is Deus Prometh. Okay. Which is almost like he's Promethamphetamines oh, or he's <laughs> promising something. I'm not sure. Uh, but it seems like he had learned how to harness the Promare, which we'll get into. He had learned to like harness the energy of the Promare without hurting anybody. Mm. And for some reason, Cray is like, fuck that. And so we see in this recording that Cray shoots him and kills him. Yeah. So we we never really understand why why Cray hates the Burnish so much, I think. Like, well, I mean, we find out Cray is actually a Burnish, but I did not see that coming. Really? No. You saw that coming? No, but it's like a trope. <laughs> it's a trope, so I'm like, okay. Like, there's a lot of twists in this movie, but they're all like tropey twists, I think. Well, what isn't a trope? What is original? I don't know. Nothing. Show me a movie Not this where movie. something happens. <laughs> it's new. I mean, this movie is Fire Force plus Power Rangers plus, like, it's like just like a bunch of shit put it, together. It, it feels like Fire Force Gurren Logan. Okay. It, you guys haven't seen enough Gurren Logan. It's still no. a really good show. Okay. Anyway, so we find out that this this guy, Deus, he was killed by Cray. He backed up his consciousness into a computer. As you do. <laughs> uh, let's see. So now he's showing them how to get exact revenge on Cray. He somehow is able to engineer a bunch of stuff and create a, like a presentation to give them, but he's not actually able in his AI post-death form able to do anything, which is a little bit convenient. Yeah, he can't do anything himself. He, yeah. he needs these people to do stuff. I really liked his character. I thought he was very funny. I think when he first appeared and his little body like kind of runs down the stairs and motions them in, I thought he mm-hmm. looked funny. And then later, his like last lines are very funny to me. I just basically lost it when he started telling them all, all of like the what, what what's actually going on. Here's the real backstory. And then he gives them a... And I, I'm already calling him Zordon and he gives them a fucking Megazord, basically. anyway oh oh, by the way while this is happening um we see that the ship is like ready to migrate so like they they launch their big ship the bad guy ship the bad guy ship up into the air and it's you know burning a lot of burnish people um in the process and um harris is trying to get her sister to come basically pick up the phone before they go because um, have we learned at this point yet that have we learned at this point yet that when they launch the ship it's going to actually like stimulate the magma in the earth and, and like no 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 we don't know that yet up the fucking no, problem no, no. but 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 deus explains it to them like basically now so this is oh right right wait hold on uh yeah so she so she starts powering up the ship right and then meanwhile like deus is telling them a bunch of shit that okay but he tells them super quickly they don't really, it's like so fast. It's so fast. If you ask any one of them to like, and they don't, if you ask any one of them who heard this to like repeat like what 
like explain what is happening like explain what this all is like where do the burnished people come from and what's the i'm sure they would not be able to tell you you know because he just goes like really fast and like if you didn't catch it like that's it the burn it the the pro mayor the yes they, he calls them pro mayor he's called them he gives them a name well because the burnish are not the pro mayor the burnish are people who have a mutation that lets them be sort of spiritually connected to the pro mayor who yes. are fire little frame spirit little flame spirits little flame spirits that are in a parallel dimension somehow there's a rift open between theirs and ours he says something about nuclear energy and electromagnetic fields, but like he says it like really fast and you can tell it's just like, Oh yeah, that was just mumbo jumbo. This is just some science speak to make it sound like there's like an explanation. Yeah. For it was just techno babble that part. But the idea is that there's these beings that have somehow gotten into the center of the earth and they're all fiery. And I don't know if it's their motivation or if it's just random, but they, they like, somehow are connecting with people. Yeah. Well, they like, they like to burn things. So they, they like, like to burn. So they like that the people are burning things. So yeah, they like and they, they encourage them. They whisper in their heads like, burn more, burn the fire bright. Fuck yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, fire's cool. Haha, <laughs> fire. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so we, we learn, and, and what he, I don't know how this scientist knows this, but he says if the Promare, I'm sorry, if the Burnish are in too much pain, then the Promare will, the, the Promare in the Earth's core will destroy the planet if 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 they're like if all the burnish are in too much pain all at once you know like if it's all of them like they're all like well we know that if the burnish are agitated that their, their fire powers come out right so if you're like attacking all these burnish people you're spinning them and then they're blowing fire out and therefore powering a ship it makes sense that the beings they're connected to would also not be happy right yeah yeah i mean that part makes sense okay but it's just it was a lot it was a lot, and I, I didn't hate this that much. I didn't hate I hate it more later. I didn't love that the ship is called, that the robot is called the Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, yeah. it was a little on the nose. Because <laughs> this, like, in general, Trigger stuff is self-aware. Um, I have to, I mean, one of my favorite moments of Gurren Lagann is just, like, randomly, they, like, kind of connect two robots to make a giant robot, and then sunglasses out of nowhere fly and, like, land on the robot, so it has sunglasses, yeah. like one of the guys piloting it. And it's just sort of like a, yeah, why not kind of thing. And they do that a little bit here. But yeah, calling it Deus Ex Machina, I was like, now you're kind of insulting me a little bit. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to take your world seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what I didn't like about this was that nobody is really like, like everybody, things just kind of happen to people and it just happens to move them in the right direction. Like they just happen to fall into the lake that has the scientist guy. Right. They didn't you know? go they didn't go looking for him. They didn't right. get a clue that he existed and then quickly sought him out. Right. Um and he gives them a weapon that's gonna help everything. Right. It's a day right? it's a day's X. Um and he also has all the answers. So like they're not looking for answers. They're not like there's there's none of that. It's just like, oh, we just like fell out of the sky in, into this scientist who's gonna explain the whole like thing to you and then and it's kind of complicated. Um, it is funny when he kind of takes And then we're going to give you this like weapon that makes you guys have to work together and, and we'll save everybody. And maybe it is just more into the self-aware humor. Uh, but it is funny to me later when they're like kind of launching and they're like, how did you know we would fall in this lake? And he's like, I didn't. Just the huh. two of you were there. So you take it. And then yeah. they ask him something else. And he's like, I don't know. It's in your hands. And he just like signs off. Yeah. He's like, who cares? I'm, I'm dead already. <laughs> 
and he's like bye <laughs> and he, and then you never hear from him again he's yeah. ju- he's just there to like he's just there to to move move things forward i guess right he's a plot computer uh, <laughs> um one thing that i also um just want to point out is that it's called the deus ex machina the machine the the megazord that he gives them that zordon gives them it's called the deus ex machina and they pronounce the x you hear it in the japanese Whoa. they pronounce the x well that's because they they just stylized the word that's supposed to be there in latin which is x e x yeah but they spell it with just the letter x Right, so they're spelling it with the letter X to mimic a word that is pronounced E-X. This yeah. was not an original set of words. Right, okay. I'm just saying... X is very versatile. They wrote out a thing, deus X, letter X, machina, okay. and they didn't call it like... You're just you saying know, this is an Hunter, example. Hunter. <laughs> yeah, this is they didn't an call example. it Hunter Hunter or Spy Family, you know? Okay, it's... It, it's okay, I see. That's all. Fair. It it is true that it happened. Um, okay, then the other cool th- the cool thing about this um, I'm gonna keep calling it the Megazord. Well, the Deus Ex Machina that's what it's called. Uh, the cool thing about that is that it it also uses Burnish to power it, but it doesn't hurt them. But it doesn't hurt them. It's a voluntary like you just use your powers, and I'm like. Why couldn't they just do this on the ship? I like I get you explained that Cray didn't want to, but I'm like I hey, didn't explain never... that. I'm not sure either. Okay. I I'm I'm confused like you are. Like why was Cray like No, we got to nah, kill I them. I want people to die. I need this to be a involuntary like slavery type thing. Like no, you could have just like hired them, paid them to like Well, then you know, now power you're talking crazy, Jackie. You can't <laughs> pay people to do shit. That's cost money. Um yeah. I'm, I'm, maybe there was a detail that we missed, but it, it does go by pretty fast. Oh, I also wrote down, it sounds like what they're doing to the little Promare isn't great. It sounded like they were like killing the Promare or something every time they used them. Oh, or I don't something. know. It didn't sound like it was nice. I'm unclear, quite honestly, what exactly the relationship is with the two of them. Do the Promare want them to have this connection to them? Do they not want it? Do they... Yeah, I don't, I don't quite know what the connection is and, and what affects what because it seemed like an accident that they that there was the this dimensional rift like it doesn't seem like it's something they wanted right yeah i don't know i don't really they 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 go over it in like two seconds and they don't really like explain it oh yeah so so there were three of them down there it was um it was leo gallo and Ina. so Ina was down there um and which is great because they didn't need to play telephone. It wasn't like Gallo had to tell Ina and Ina had to yeah, tell Yeah, Gallo sister. would not report it correctly because he falls asleep twice during this presentation by <laughs> Deus. It was so fast. He says like two sentences and he like, she shoves in electric magnetic fields and like all these like, like some science terms. He talks the about the ultramagnetic MCs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but, but Ina, like, so her sister's like turning on the thing and like starting to burn more energy and stuff. And so Ina like calls her up somehow and and is just like, "Hey, you can't do that because like she doesn't explain it. She just says, "Oh, oh, right. If okay, because we learned that, right? The the Promare. If you if you hurt the Burnish, then the Promare are gonna blow up the Earth. So she tells her that if you hurt the Burnish, it's gonna blow up the Earth. She doesn't really explain the whole like get like." interdimensional like situation there's no time i guess but i mean i wouldn't believe 
and someone if they just said like yeah well how do you fucking know that i'm the scientist doesn't, you know she doesn't say like we saw this guy she no. doesn't say oh okay she doesn't she doesn't really say anything she's just like it's bad don't do it turn that shit off and cray you you said mark while we were watching you're like cray called it fake news because because cray is basically like, no nah, that's not true yeah well and well then they at some point they play a video of him shooting deus when he was human and he's like they doctored the footage it's not real yeah like, oh, okay Oh, uh, so that is a thing. So she doesn't believe it. Um, meanwhile, uh, Leo doesn't like pairing the Deus Ex because it's it's not cool enough. So Gallo, no, Gallo doesn't think it's cool enough. I thought Leo thought it wasn't cool enough. So no, Gallo, Gallo doesn't think it's cool enough. He says oh. he can't get into it, and so Leo's like, "Fine, I'll do something." Because because Leo has experience making his own suit cool. out of his fire powers, which makes no sense because it's somehow black when he does yeah. it. And he makes it and they call it the Leo X Gallon or the something. Leo, Leo de Gallon. Leo de Gallon. Which is Spanish for a gallon of lions. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever. So Harris like continues to set things up to warp. Um, but I, so, okay, okay. So here is where I'm like, it makes sense. If you think the earth is going to is 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 going to be destroyed anyway and all of humanity is going to be destroyed anyway and so you're trying to migrate off the planet and someone tells you hey you can't migrate off the planet because you're like burning the burnish is going to destroy the planet if you already think the planet is going to be destroyed then like what does it matter I, you know well, I, mean? I can't tell if is it going to be destroyed anyway or do they think it's going to be destroyed because they know they're agitating the burnish and therefore the promare. I don't know. Oh, so you think it's possible? I don't know. What do you think, Miles? I don't know. I mean, and the other I thing had no is idea maybe, what was happening at this point. Maybe the earth is sleepy. going. The earth is going to burn because they keep arresting and oppressing all the burnish. Anyway, you know what I mean. Like maybe that's the problem: is they're just agitating them too much, and that is hurting the promare, and that it's not like it's just a timed, you know, event. It's they are even if without the launch of the ship, just by attacking the burnish, they're going to make the earth die. That's that's kind of my vibe. They didn't. I feel like they didn't explain that. They didn't have to explain it. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's confusing to tell. Yeah. Was this was the earth really doomed or not? Also, I don't think anybody told Terrace this, you know, that that's the whole reason why things are bad in the first place. Yeah. So, if I were her, I'd just be like, well, the Earth's about to fucking die anyway, so who cares? Well, yeah, but I think she also recognizes that no matter what, it's evil to use these people as fuel, which mm-hmm. I think is true. Yeah. I understand if you're like, well, we're just going to leave with 10,000 people and so long, suckas, we can't help you. But if you're going to also use hundreds or thousands of people as fuel, then you should just die on the Earth with us. Fuck you. Mm. <laughs> so like just everybody should die. Yeah. Okay. Who gives you the right to kill other people so you can escape on your luxury cruise line to fucking planet number nine million? Yeah. There's like philosophical uh, debates around that, right? Like, is it okay to ki- to sacrifice a couple people in order to save more don't, people? Don't bring up whatever. the trolley problem. Yeah. No. And stuff like that. <laughs> um, I don't want to think about that stuff, so I don't have an opinion and I refuse to unless I unless yeah. you put me in that situation and then I have to figure it out. But it's also like we would never <laughs> ever be in control of those decisions. And then and then it know? also changes yeah, like trolleys don't even exist anymore. No, they they do. There's trolleys. They don't they have them in San Francisco? 
I've seen trolleys. Yeah, that's true. You're right. So those are the only people who have that ethical dilemma. Yeah, well, also like the kids' trolleys at zoos and stuff. (laughs) If you're like, throw the switch and you'll save a five-year-old, but you might kill 10 rare lions. (laughs) Right, and then they switch up the problem like, okay, but what if your mom was on the trolley or whatever? (laughs) Yeah, what if you're on the tracks and you've got the lever? Yeah, okay, well, what if it's your child or something? You have Um, to have sex with the gender you don't want to if the train goes this way. Uh, yeah, they, they... I don't know if I've seen that one. I may have thought it up. They can add a bunch of uh, a bunch of things. Wrinkles. Anyway. There's a video game actually about it now. There's a video game called The Trolley Problem where they just throw these scenarios at you. It's kind of fun. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And streamers can have a mode where they engage the chat and the chat votes on what to do. Okay. It's cool. Anyway, so Gallo and Leo, now they're working together because their robot is cool. Um, they're using the power of fire and ice or as we like to call it icy hot <laughs> and then they fight Cray Cray is in a bigger robot a much bigger robot right part of the ship has detached and he's in a ginormous jumbo robot but the Leo de Gallon robot they switch has, it up later too <laughs> has uh, burnish power so that's the difference but it's much smaller um, and then they fight and it mostly just destroys a bunch of buildings. And then Leo builds a weapon for Gallo because Gallo is like I, something about how he likes I fighting. Miss, I his- miss my Matoy, which which might be a reference to Ryuko Matoy, the heroine of uh, Kill la Kill. Oh, okay. Also, I noticed though that when they're like attacking buildings, Gallo asks Cray like, what about the people in the buildings? And Cray's like, they've been evacuated. I was like, I can't tell if this is either like a yeah, right, he's lying moment yeah. or is this like when four kids would dub Dragon Ball and they'd give extra lines to be like, don't worry, people will pull their parachutes <laughs> when they fell out of that plane just so the kids don't get really scarred. Yeah. Or they should have done that in Man of Steel. Remember that was the problem with Man of Steel? Do you guys remember that? I've never seen that. Uh, it's not good. Um, but it's like a, a Superman reboot. Is that Zack Snyder? It's a Zack Snyder movie. So you know it's really dark and soft and CGI. It doesn't look like it's actually taking place in a real place. Anyway, um, Dawn of the Dead was good. The Dawn of the Dead remake was good. Moving on. Uh, there's just like the fight between, the, like the final fight, there's like lasers cutting through buildings and stuff and people were like, what about all the innocent people? And you want to be like, it's Superman fighting Zod. Okay, that's more important <laughs> than Janice on the 30th floor. Sorry. Some people are going to die. No, I don't like it. I don't think there should be superheroes. Oh, so just Colonel Zod should just colonize the earth or whatever he wants to do i don't remember i don't know i didn't watch that it was michael shannon it's fun to watch because michael shannon is odd he's good okay he's great he's anyway so leo 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 builds him a a robot uh, his builds a weapon for the robot for their yeah just instantaneously he builds him his little umbrella friend yeah harris harris ends up killing the engine like she stops the yeah, it seems like it seems for a minute like she's like she's kind of like fuck it because she's like powered up the engine, and you're like oh, so she doesn't yeah. care about people. But later we see that she like overcharges the engine, which does also make me wonder: did she have to kill more people to shut it down? I don't, I don't know. know. I guess that's a sacrifice you might be willing to make because it stops the ship. Yeah, I don't know what made her change her mind. It doesn't really get explained. Her sister kind of convincing her, maybe her sister telling her all the I facts. Guess. I would have liked to see more of that. Mm. Something about an absolute zero freezing wet ray. So like, I think Cray has a weapon. He's like, this thing is serious. 
and um, the burnished power still beats it. Leo's power still beats it. Yeah, because a uh, fucking Vulcan at, at some point when when they when uh, Leo gets knocked into the fucking volcano or whatever, because Leo had already escaped from their ice handcuffs. He's like, "This is a sub-zero freezing gun or something, or zero yeah. Kelvin, whatever the fuck." Yeah, freezing gun. Basically, it's in the middle of the movie. They've been like, "We've developed really fucking cold stuff." This is super cold. This isn't ice cream anymore, baby. You can't heat it up. <laughs> um, you can't do shit unless you think really hard and have a burning enough passion to do stuff or whatever. So Leo jumps out of his machine to kill Cray, and they're both outside of their machines. Now they're going to fight. And Leo uses his burnish power, his, his flames on Cray, and Cray's like, you think you can burn me with those pathetic flames? Ha 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 ha. And it, it doesn't hurt him. And uh, which normally nor- like non-burnish people get hurt by burnish flames. But he did not. And he reveals that I have the same ugly mutation. Um, so he's burnish. Shocker. And the way he lost his arm when he was rescuing Gallo is that he his arm blew up and he burned the building by accident that Gallo was in so he rescued him and just it kind of happened to work out that he looked like a hero and sacrificed part of his body for it he also said he wanted Gallo to die the whole time like he he put him on the burning rescue squad because he thought that that was like the highest you'd have the highest chance of dying like with that job but he kept coming back yes also Cray has like flaming hair now it's like wavy and a flame (laughs) that's what happens he kind of transforms I wrote, oh, and nobody dies, but I wrote down somebody's going to die, right? Because it just seemed like somebody should die. Like either Harris or Ina, like somebody, it just felt like somebody should die. But they don't. Um, nobody dies. Oh. <laughs> um, like I thought like maybe there'd be an emotional moment or something. They didn't have time for that. It was all action all the time. Um, uh, oh, yeah. So the freeze force guys corner harris or eris because she stopped the engine and so the freeze force guys were gonna i don't know kill her but she jumps off of a ledge and her sister catches her in her little um whatever it is um her little flyer little flying thing and now the sisters are together then they they they, then the burning rescue fights the freeze force i believe okay on the, the the hull of the ship at some point, Vulcan there, is exposed to actually be a really tiny guy in a big suit. There's like a lot of fight. I wrote down all the women watch because at one point, like it's like Ina, her sister, and Lucia are all just like together, like watching the guys fight. <laughs> um, I wrote down Leo's hand goes away. I guess he loses a hand. I don't know. Their suit like they're, loses the hand. They're yeah. fighting. Um. And Gallo tries to save Leo. I don't know. a little kiss kiss. Yeah, the, 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 there's yeah a, they do CPR. He does the fire CPR. That didn't happen yet. Hold on. All right. Um, I, like, yeah, I wrote down like, okay, I get it. They fight and fight some more. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. Because um, it's just a very long fight. Yeah. Um, he has little pieces of Leo's fire that's protecting. Oh, yeah. So Gallo, Leo gives him a little piece of his little piece of his fire his triangle his heart he gives him a little fire for him to keep with him to protect him his triforce um and then leo gets like knocked out and um 
Cray, not Cray. Gallo bites the flame, like he puts the flame in his mouth so that he can give a kiss to, <laughs> so that he could give a kiss to Leo. Do you need to kiss? Like, could you just, the, instead of putting it in your own mouth, could you? You just need take a, to kiss. Could you just take the flame and put it in someone else's mouth? But how mouth? do you get the flame down into their body unless you blow it in? You put I it up know. their butt. It didn't look like there was any blowing. Miles, I don't think putting <laughs> it up their butt would be any less intimate than mouth kissing. I'm just them. saying, Jackie's asking if there's another way. I think that's the other way. He could have blown it into his ass. I didn't see any blowing. It was it was a gentle... <laughs> Jackie, they, they don't need to show you everything. You gotta use your imagination. It was also very like Snow White Sleeping Beauty. It was very yeah. like, a, like a slow... Like, doesn't he say something like, linger. for the first time in my life, he says something where he's like really like... It's almost like he yells to the camera like, I'm not gay, but uh, I gotta save this guy. I don't think I don't think anybody says he says something like he says something like for the first time in my life or for once in my life and he doesn't finish the sentence no 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 this is what happened so it saves Leo Leo wakes up and he's like did you save me and Gallo is like for the first time I lit a I lit a fire ah gross so he's Uh, upset he he doesn't acknowledge anything about like the fact that he kissed that they kissed um he instead is just like, oh, it's gross that I lit a fire because he's a firefighter, he's a firefighter and he doesn't like that. So they love each other um, or at least they're open. <laughs> I think they're open to it. He That's, not that he lit the I, fire I, of male male attraction within him. It, they're open to it, I think, um, is what what I think. There's something there. Yeah, for sure. Um, They join up again, uh, I think, in the in the suit, in the. And there's in their megazord. And then, but now they, they, it's like different. Now it's like Galo de Leon or something. It's like the opposite name order. They do that. I don't know if I wrote that down, but um, what what's what's cute is that they're like my desire to burn everything and your desire to put out flames and save people. We put those together and we uh, do good things. And then they punch the earth. That doesn't make sense. A bunch. It doesn't make sense. Those things should just cancel each other out. <laughs> It just means that you don't do you don't get anything done because one wants to burn and one wants to put it out. So nothing or happens. if you're addressing two separate issues, like <laughs> there's too much underbrush here, and you're like, but there's also too much fire here, <laughs> then you could both address different issues. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and he then, punches the earth, which is funny because it's so dumb that yeah. it's like it's like the JoJo thing where to activate your stand you have to hit something. I wrote down what the fuck are they doing? It looks like they're burning the whole so- solar system because you see like all the different planets and they're like on fire. They all catch fire. <laughs> Uh, there's some like Zneep Znorp buried within like the crust of Neptune or whatever who's like I wasn't doing anything why is my planet on fire um, somehow they cured everything because uh, Earth looks nice shiny and new again uh, shiny and new Leo has no shirt on and he still looks like a girl it looks like the Promare goes somewhere else and then Leo is like we satisfied their need to burn. Like they're they're all done. Like they've gotten all the burning out of their system. Um, but it didn't burn anything. All the planets and people are still there. I don't. I really don't understand. I don't know what happened. It was a. It was like a healing. You know what? It's like it's like biblical. It's like the healing fire of like the um, uh, the the what are they fucking called? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Mm, They're like flaming. That's what they are. I don't know anything about the New Testament. I read it once for college and promptly forgot it. Okay. It's like a healing fire. Okay. That's what I think. Cleanse it. But but, but, but I think specifically, sorry, let me clarify. I think specifically Leo plus Gallo together make a healing fire and they healed the whole world. 
Okay. That you actually heal the world. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and then, and the, and so, yeah, so Leo explains, we satisfied their need to burn. So the Promare went back to their dimension and there's no more Burnish. Every, all the Burnish people are normal people again. They're, they're non-power. They don't have power. It's anymore. not like they sealed the rift or anything because it makes it seem like the Promare came here because they did desire to burn stuff rather than it was an accident. They seeped into our dimension and the rift needs to be reversed. They don't go down and freeze the magma. By the way, we cut out the fact that uh, Gallo's machine gets a drill head at one point, which is also oh, yeah. a Gurren Lagann uh, cue. I had that written Absolutely. down, but I just kind of glanced over. I just kind of went over that. that Again, was more... if people are Studio Trigger fans or late stage Gynax fans, uh, yeah, there's a fucking drill that is important in this uh, in this movie. But it's like nobody needed to figure anything. Like the world. Okay, yeah. So 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 at the end they they fist bump and set, and I wrote down instead of kiss because they should have just kissed at the end. I think. <laughs> It would have been interesting. It would have been a better movie. Would have made the movie more noteworthy. <laughs> I don't know that I needed it. Like instead of having that fifth fist bump, they just like look at each other and kiss. Anyway, what if they kissed their fists and then bumped them together? Oh, that would have been cute. Okay. I, I would have been okay with that. I think the fist bump was there to say like, "See, they're bros. They're not like into each other." I think that's what that was. But they should have kissed. Anyway, I thought it was kind of like nobody. They didn't actually try to solve the problem. It just solved itself, which I think is really stupid. You know? Well, no, it it's supposed to be at some point in all the techno babble that it's like, what we need to do is satisfy their urge to burn. Nobody said that though. No, nobody, they did. Nobody knew that was gonna happen. No, I think they did. Did I'm, they? I'm pretty sure, like, I mean, it's like pretty late and close to when it happens, but I believe Leo says ahead of time that that's something that, that they could do. It all just seems very convenient. It oh yeah, absolutely. Basically, like my Gurren Lagann has a little bit more depth to it. There's like themes of like grief and stuff. And there's like, there's a few things about Gurren Lagann that are deeper. And we obviously didn't get very far in Kill la Kill. We did the three episode treatment. We always do. But trigger movies feel like there's some emotion there, but they mostly want to animate badass moments with music, really sick over the top animation. And then like bros learning to be good bros. Like it, it doesn't have the political complications of an Evangelion or something. It doesn't have the loneliness and despair of, well, let's just say yeah. Evangelion again. <laughs> just like some <laughs> of these other more complicated things, Gundam as well, I even. I get that. Like, I liked FLCL. That's and a I... criticism I'm voicing, by the way. Okay. Well, I, my, what I what I will say is, like, if you wanted to do that, if you just wanted to have, like, a cool cool art and action sequences and stuff, like... It had some funny moments, but they should have made it like much sillier, like FLCL or Kill or Kill a Kill, which are like, mm-hmm. you know, they don't take like you watch and you're like, OK, they don't take themselves seriously. I don't really have to take this plot seriously, you know, but they it seemed like they tried to take it a little bit like de- a lot more seriously than Kill a Kill does. For example, I, I don't know. I liked I, I would have liked to have seen more of and a little bit less like, haha, I'm now a villain. I liked a little bit more of the evil cold philosophy of the governor who thinks he's doing a good thing. I was shocked to, to not hear him be like, and if I bring the last 10,000 survivors of humanity, then I'll be ruler of all mankind, you know, because yeah. that's kind of in there if you think about it. Is it? I mean, yeah, the idea of like- He never well, actually said it. Yeah, but I mean, it's in- inherently, he's the one who built the ship. He st- I mean, he stole the idea uh, and he's I'll the governor. Gov- I'll be governor of the whole world. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think there was there was potential for stuff in there. But like even FLCL, FLCL is serious. I mean, it's it it can be very silly and it can it can silly. do crazy stuff. Yeah. But it also has 
sweet yeah. moments where like the kids are like growing up and they have crushes on each other but that's they, true that's but true. they're crushing on someone else but it's a good mix of that i don't think that this had enough silliness to make me forgive the plot for being stupid and tropey i can see what you're saying yeah you know? it kind of like took itself seriously but not in a way that was like if fresh it, enough like if you're trying it's to such take- a heavy topic it's, yeah it's genocide and racism well it's not <laughs> i don't think it's genocide it right? is because whoa kind of all right yeah i'll blow your mic on me I'm sorry i mean why isn't it mark it's what it's an early genocide because the planet's gonna get wiped out anyway that you're, kind of thing i guess taking people mark you're taking people and you're killing them yeah you're shoving them on- into ovens Oh, based, I, I guess, yeah, that part is Based on who bad. they are, like based on who they are, you know, like just because they belong to a group it's, it's, and it's not their, it's not their fault. Like they were born that way or whatever. Okay. You know? Yeah, that's fair. It's their genetics. You don't like their genetics. So you're killing them. I forgot about that part. I thought you were just referring <laughs> to the fact that the earth was going to burn, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there's like no other way to, you know, oh, but, but, but it's like, it's like a little weird because there's like kind of a reason that you could justify, like if he wasn't a total cartoon villain, they could have they could have made it more complicated. They could have like force you yeah. to confront like that ethical dilemma. Exactly. Like, is it worth killing these people or to right. save I the mean, rest of the planet? Yeah, exactly. They also could have explored a little bit more what the deal like how did he rectify the issue that he is burnish, but and that's right. the thing too, is like if he's going to be like, There's nothing else we can do, we just gotta escape and even though that's going to accelerate things and we have to use people it would make sense for him, even though it would be a little too evil, for him to be like, and now I'll rule over the the leftovers, the rest of the people here. Yeah. Because it is like, well, why didn't you just listen to Deus, like the scientist? Yeah. And we don't we never know. And yeah, if you're gonna die anyway, why not try it's you know, they don't he doesn't really justify that. Um But yeah, I didn't think I don't know. I don't I didn't think it was totally stupid, but I do feel like a lot of trigger stuff is Hey, just so you don't forget, this is primarily an excuse to just do cool stuff. And that can be a little unsatisfying on an intellectual level. Yeah. It depends what you go to the movies for, I guess. I also think that, uh, and I said this before, but I want to like, now that we've kind of covered, we've walked through the whole movie, I want to like make this point. There's a lot of stuff that's in here that you could have cut out. It's long at an hour and 50 minutes. It felt long, yeah. There's a lot of stuff and not just the action. I'm talking about like there's characters that we see for a little bit and they're cool, but they they don't get like you just Nothing see them, happens to them. You just see them fight and they're like pointless. And I think you could have combined some characters like you could have combined. I don't know. You like you didn't have to you didn't need a squad of five people when only like yeah. two of those like the, the, the rescue burners or whatever the burning rescue people. There's like five of them or six of them or something and plus the fucking rat <laughs> and you only really get to know two of them you only really hear from gallo and Ina. um yeah it felt almost like someone at some point was like i think teamwork is important you know and they just really wanted to drive that home but then they don't really use the teamwork as much it's more like gallo does all the fighting and we give him a few things to do and like Al- we give him a few pieces of tech gallo could have brought his team in more like he could have like gone back and filled them in and had them come and help you know what i mean and made it more of a team thing but i think that the movie wanted it to be about the bros right wanted it wanted to be about like these two guys who are one is a firefighter and one is a fire starter and will they will they set aside their differences which they like there was no conflict there really but (laughs) they're just like 
from two different worlds and maybe they'll kiss and they do they do a and little it, bit. it was tough too because we also watched true lies like two nights ago and this was like the second movie in a row where the main character is just like i'm gonna go do it myself and i'm gonna charge in their guns blazing and they're just like here we go again as he like steps in you know it was a little bit too like we get it. You're dumb and you want to just do it yourself. True lies the way he kept movie. talking about his burning yes. soul was so annoying to me. Yeah, his it was a little bit soul. annoying where you're like, what? That doesn't mean anything. What are you, what are you saying? Yeah, so I think like one, they could have combined some characters. I think there's just like some details that were like unnecessary. Like, like what did learning that Cray was burnish? What did that add? Did that add anything to anything? I, again, it had my intrigue, but it just didn't, they didn't really do much with it. Because yeah. really, ultimately, all it meant was just that he's not defeatable by burnish flames in the last fight. Yeah. He can't, you know, Leo can't just instantly roast him because he's not just a regular human. Um, but yeah, and I, I think stylistically, what's really fun, too, is I like the way the titles would pop up, like those big, chunky block letters with like the stylized kanji on top. Um, I did enjoy the just like random like wink to Japan by having... Uh, the main character be like, but I love the ancient Far East firefighters, uh, mm-hmm. which apparently there was a period in Edo, Japan, where there were just a lot of fucking fires for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they really put out fires by swirling an umbrella around, but I haven't done a lot of reading. Yeah, <laughs> I, have, I have another little rant. Well, not it's just like a continuation of my existing rant, which is I think this movie would have been better if either they simplified the plot a lot more so that like when we do have those plotty see like keep all the action or whatever but just like simplify the plot maybe get rid of a, a couple characters and just so that it's not like i don't know now we have to know about aliens and what like whatever like they could have just simplified it more so okay we don't have to really think about like this crazy plot or cut out some characters cut out like shorten some of the action scenes and give us more more plot and more like character development and stuff i hate um, i or third option make it really make add some craziness to it so that i'm just like okay they don't care you know mm. i think like <laughs> add some more crazy in some ways it, i wonder so if silly. this would have been better if it was broken into a few episodes it, i think or so. something because then they could flesh yeah. out the team they could add some interpersonal stuff to make it a little bit more humany yeah um and they'd yeah be able to flesh out backstories a little bit more it's a tough balance because on the other hand yeah you know, sometimes I think TV shows drag it out and are like, let's show you everybody's fucking story. In, the, in this, they just showed us everybody's like face. It like it because they made it seem like everyone was. Like, it seemed like they would go more into these characters based on the way they introduced them. And yeah. even then, like, the they had like title credits, cards, they like spotlighted everyone. And it was like, mm-hmm. I don't know this person. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, and then my my problem with I, I like I wrote a big rant in my notes after this movie, but like the the Deus guy, like he, uh, it it just didn't feel earned. Like it just kind of like felt like it came out of nowhere. And like I, they could have maybe done some foreshadowing. They could have had something for them to search for. So it's like that he they knew about some weapon that they could use or something. Um, I don't know. I, it just seemed lazy and it didn't earn that. Um, and I also thought, I mean, the, 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 the Deus Ex Machina. Oh, that's, oh, I get it. It's because it's a machine. Um, <laughs> um, and he's also like a computer program that's coming out of a machine. Yeah. 
um, a ghost, if you will. Instead of get, I thought it like it's it's an interesting choice. This this I think is original. The fact that there was a or more original. The fact that it's a machine that two people needed to operate. You know, it wasn't like he gave them two two different robots. Well, you've got he could pa- have given them two different robots. Pacific Rim does that, and uh, Gurren Lagann also features robots that are driven by Simon and Kamina at the same time, and they okay. talk to each other similarly, but they don't happen to be like elemental opposites and blah blah blah. Okay. Um, and I wrote down the ending is way too convenient. They stopped the guy from destroying the earth. Yeah, like all they wanted to do, like yeah. And you know what? Like it just kind of it just kind of resolves itself when like like because you would think like okay, let's stop Cray, and now we need to figure out this earth problem. But it just kind of all solves itself. Yeah, and and that's the thing too. Thinking about stretching it out and and the idea of the two guys piloting it, it'd be much more gratifying if yeah, two guys have to pilot a robot who used to hate each other. Mm-hmm. And used to be on opposite ends but of the philosophy. But they don't really hate each other, you know? Like, uh, Leo kind of distrusts him a little bit, but well, that's they, it. They seem to, like, they seem to respect each other in, like, yeah. their first battle, like, right away. And that's the thing, is if we had really thought they were evil, and then they came around to each other, yeah. it would have been more gratifying that way. Yeah, it, like, I mean, this is still kind of a trope, but I, still, I, I would like it better if it was kind of like, you thought that they were terrorists, and they were the bad guys, and then, oh, actually, we're the bad guys, <laughs> you know, or not, not. Or like they're the they're the it victims, depends it you know? depends how you do it or sometimes the idea of like they are terrorists but they have to be terrorists or yeah. something kind of like the NSF in Deus that. Ex yeah I was just thinking that a game I'm currently playing because some people made a randomizer mod for it and it's very fun and a game you could not really put out today because of how many conspiracy theories it uh, indulges in uh, but it's super fun that way. I like I like how they named the robot after themselves because it's like their baby. It is their baby. They had it together and it's a junior. Also, like <laughs> back to the kiss. So like this movie could have made it anything, right? But they made it a kiss. Yeah. You know? So like that was a deliberate, like yeah. at least at least queer baiting, you know? I mean, I don't want to call it baiting. I mean they kiss. Yeah. On the lips. Kissed, baby. Okay. The mouth lips but it's 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 to save somebody it's not uh because they love each other doesn't they, matter even though they do love each other doesn't matter if you showed me two people fucking and they're like we're both gay and we're only doing this because we have to i'd be like this is still gratifying and i like it <laughs> <laughs> okay um yeah but anyway that if was anyone cho- knows of any porn choice. where people are <laughs> no, i'm kidding never mind. <laughs> but anyway that was a choice um yeah they wanted them to kiss and ha- and be in this like kind of relationship metaphor robot together. Okay, that's all I have to say. Miles, do you have any anything to rant about? <laughs> no, I think I said all of the things. Okay, I watched it in two sittings because I got sleepy like halfway through. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe maybe in the light of day, the next day I hated it more. <laughs> but I w- I wasn't on a road to like I was never on a road to loving this movie. Yeah, I still am interested in Kill la Kill. I really love how silly it gets, especially that one guy yeah. who's like eye flash just gets so big it eats the screen. Um, but yeah, it's like a thing where I have to remember not to expect too much emotional depth from these folks. Um, it, and not all trigger stuff is directed and written by the same people. Yeah, like, what, I don't know. Did you think it was supposed to be funny the way it was? Because it wasn't. There, there were some par- funny moments. There were parts that were like supposed to be kind of funny. The overall story was not supposed to be funny, though. No, it was, but it supposed, was to supposed to be, be serious. serious and deep. <laughs> deep. <laughs> not deep, but uh, deeply serious, let's say. Yeah. 
um, having weight. And I, it, it had the idiom in there I liked. Uh, the darkest place is under the candlestick or something like that. I don't know what that means. Like beneath the candlestick where it's the brightest, there's like the, the like you can't notice it because your eyes are looking at the flame. Uh, but also it's just like the most intense shadow, okay. the most intense contrast. And I was like, that made me think. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, watching this on HBO Max meant for some stupid reason it had double subtitles. Like the movie yeah, file. The movie file itself had like hard subs on it. And then if you turn on English subtitles, it puts them on top, like extra subtitles. It was uh, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else we want to say about this movie? This movie has almost an 8.0 on myanimalist.net. It had like a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Are you and I'm serious? like, it has like a crazy like high Guys, number. It's but, 98, but, but, right, Mark? But remember that it was something in, in the 90s. Remember that like Rotten Tomatoes just measures like positive and negative because some scales are just recommended or not recommended. Yeah. And that's the fucking problem. I'm sorry, with a lot of Marvel movies that get like 80s or 90s and you go see it and you're like, that was okay. And it's like, yeah, because most people were like, well, it's not bad. You know, yeah. it's better than it is shitty. And that's like enough for the tomato, tomatometer to shoot up. But that's why you can't really trust the tomatometer too much. Tomato meter. Some of these are amazing reviews. This film is nearly two hours long and passes in what feels like 45 seconds. It's wildly entertaining. And I want Who to watch that? it every night. So, someone from the Daily Telegraph. He's a top critic on Rotten people, Tomatoes. People, Robbie Collin, you're a dumbass. If you've never seen anime before i think i could see that so i I looked up reviews after this movie because i had a lot of feelings about it apparently there are a lot of people who feel the same i think i think like it seems like the consensus is it looks really cool the art's really cool the style's really cool the fighting the action like that's all cool um and basically if you ignore the plot it's great you know or if you don't care (laughs) about the plot it's great But then people have problems with the plot. But some other people were like, oh, actually, it makes sense or whatever. Like some people were fine with the plot. But um, I think generally people are like, yeah, the yeah, the the plot like it takes it takes some takes away from the movie. Yeah, that seems like that. That was a consensus that I saw. That seemed like the popular opinion. Um, But I think I think it's like depends on what kind of person you are. Like if you like me, I really like. I, I need the plot to be good and the characters to be interesting for me to care. You know, watching something that's just style and just, and like n- there's nothing else there, you know, or it's, j- it's, or just action, like just cool action scenes and stuff. I don't care. That's not going to do it for me. But some people, that's like the, you know, if the, if a movie looks cool and the action is good, that's the more important thing to them. So I think that like if you're that kind of person, then this movie is awesome. You know, because um, it does that really well. I have a similar feeling about the movie Dune, which I, I didn't think the plot was that great. Mm. And I hate that it's like a million hours long and it's still like not a finished. <laughs> they didn't even finish the movie. No, it's good. Jackie's, <laughs> Jackie's just wrong. But it's beautiful. <laughs> but I don't give a shit. All right. You know, that's how I feel. Anyway, I think <laughs> that does it for us for this episode. We've said all we can say about pro mayor. Some of us are a little bit more anti mayor. I think the name the name is also Con stupid. Promare? Like, Promare is the name is stupid. Well, you don't know. The pro those little fucking fire spirits are mentioned like twice and they're there for like two seconds and who cares? Well, then the title serves as like a mystery, I guess. You're sitting there like, what is this about horses? <laughs> is this pro female <laughs> horses? What is, what is a promare? I'm anti uh stallion myself. Mm. 
Uh, thanks for listening, people. If you want to tell us how dumb we are in a short way, you tell can us. find us on Twitter. We are at JJBpod. You can also join the Discord. There should be a link to it in this episode's description. And you can, of course, write us longer thoughts. Uh, Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com is the way to do that. Let's figure out what we're going to talk about next week. I think I know what it is. Ah, yes. Uh, Miles, we're going to watch Sword of the Stranger next week? Oh, hell yeah. What is this? It's, um, it's an action movie. It came out... It's like one of the... Well, I don't want to tell you what I think about it. I, obviously, I like it if I want to watch it. Okay. But it's, it's an action movie. Uh, it's like kind of old, but it's like it's a really, really good action movie in my and it's opinion. anime it is anime let me look up where okay, we can watch it probably just watch.com oh god oh, did i already god. make the joke about this is if you sit on a sword for a while and you can't feel it anymore that's the sword of the stranger yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay just making sure <laughs> the first time i heard about the stranger I think I was in college, and I was just like, that's gross. <laughs> Doesn't work. It's listed on the Crunchyroll site, but I, that, that often has led me uh, astray. Led me wrong. It's on Funimation. From 2007. Okay, yeah, it's on Funimation. And we have an account. Yeah, we do. But you can use it, listener. But anyway, yes, we'll be talking about the film, the film, Sword of the Stranger, which is on Funimation, apparently, according to this website. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk to you then. Everyone have a great week and don't burn too brightly. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.